Welcome to the Four Fires Podcast, where we talk about winning in all four of the essential areas of life. And here's your host, Alan Kemper. Well, welcome to the Four Fires Podcast, uh, where we talk about everything Four Fires. Uh, so today we have David Brooks with us, and uh, David and I are going to dig into uh, something that we call the ruck. Um, there's a program called the 30-Day Ruck, which is essentially the idea of uh, working on living four-dimensionally uh, for 30 days straight. Um, there are three levels of the ruck. So you have a level one, which is focused around creating awareness in all four fires, a level two that requires you to take some degree of ownership and discipline, and then there's a level three ruck, which is really designed around, uh, it's, it's designed to be difficult. It's designed to be um, something that uh, really requires all of your logs, all of your resources for a 30-day period. Um, and there's a bunch of different things that people get out of the ruck. Um, but it, at its core, it's an exercise in awareness, ownership, and discipline uh, in the four fires areas. So um, wanted to spend a little time with David today. Uh, he recently completed his 30-day ruck. I did. And uh, so, David, why don't you first give us an introduction of who you are and um, kind of what a little bit of what you do professionally and then, um, and then kind of your four fires journey up to prior to the ruck. Okay. Uh, yeah, so... Um... Glad to be here. Um, I live in Auburn, Alabama. Um, I, I guess married with two kids. Um, the kids are one and four, which that'll be relevant as it relates to the ruck. But uh, how old are you now? I am thirty-six. Okay. I had to think about that. But uh, thirty-six years old. Um, professionally, uh, I'm in the um, wealth wealth management business with Merrill Lynch. Um, and I've been doing that for 12, 12 years now. Um, so uh, um, enjoy that. Um, and uh, really, uh, you know, run a, run a team. So I do, I have an entrepreneurial mindset. Um, I, I look at, at my business as a business. Um, but uh, uh, so that's kind of, what, that's, that's kind of what I do. Um, I really uh, enjoy learning. I really enjoy this is what we're going to talk about. Um, um, constantly trying to improve, I guess, myself and everything around me. Um, and uh, I got started working with Alan, I guess, would have been January of 21, I believe. Um, had some things happen um, at our office, and uh, we were going through some transitions in, in our office and with the team, and really thought that from a, a friend of mine um, was like, "Hey, man, you you really need to sit sit down with Alan." Um, and so just kind of got started there, and come for the past two two years now, which is kind of incredible. So, um, but yeah, and then um, that's led me up to doing the ruck which is I know what we're going to talk a lot about uh, 
at the end of last year, so which was um, which was really good. Yeah. So um, yeah. So so David and I's relationship started with uh, executive coaching, um, and the way that we do executive co- coaching through uh, Lead Advisors, which is the company that I run. Is um, we do we'll do professional coaching on kind of the professional fire, but uh, for those who are willing and interested in digging in and the other fires, we spend time in those spaces. So. Over the last two years, David and I have spent time thinking about and working in each of these four fires, and so when it came time to do the ruck, you already had some you already had some priming, right? Like there was yeah. some uh, this was not totally new territory for you. No, no, we had in our in our executive coaching meetings, which again, what Alan just said is based on the four fires of life, uh, definitely had some conversations around that um hadn't really lived very intentionally in a short period of time as a part of those four fires but definitely um i guess worked on them in their own in their own way month after month uh you know so uh but it just kind of led up it kind of built up to this all right i understand the four fires of life i understand why they're important and what i need to do in my life how do I kind of execute that, and where do I go from here to really take it to another level? Yeah, and that's kind of what the ruck kind of symbolized, in my view, is is kind of taking what I learned to kind of the next the next level. Yeah, yeah. So there was this period of time where there's uh, kind of intentional growth on kind of the slow, easy path up, constantly moving up. But then this was a moment of intense effort in each yeah. one of those four so 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 describe that i mean like coming into the ruck uh was was there apprehension was there um yeah what was the what was the experience coming into the ruck and then what was your experience of the ruck and in the ruck yeah so uh you know coming into the ruck you know we had talked about it um during our coaching sessions, um, uh, I was kind of apprehensive because I, I just I knew how busy life is, I, and I could tell just from our conversations how this wasn't like, "Hey, sign up for summer camp and just it'll be fun." Not that it wasn't fun, but it, it I knew it was going to be a little bit more than just our one-on-one sessions, right? I knew, and so. Um, there was always this apprehension. Was, yeah, I, I want to do that, but just now it's not the right time, and because we got I got this going on in my life, or um, and that's kind of all an excuse, really. Uh, uh, but you know, you do, you know. So finally, it led up to you know a little arm twisting, and I said, all right, fine. you know, I want to do this. Um, um, didn't really know what I was doing. I, it's kind of funny when I I say that, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do it, and then I'm sitting there like. A couple of days before it was going to start, and I was like, I get the packet. I'm like, oh, gosh, this is a lot. It's <laughs> a lot I, to do. I don't know. I, I don't, you know. What did I sign I up was, for? I was apprehensive for something I, ne- I didn't even have any uh, clue of what it was, really. So uh, um, that's kind of interesting how that works. But, um, yeah, so um, just leading up to it, I knew that uh, it was going to be different than what we've been we've been doing on a monthly basis. Yeah. So, um yeah, so that was good. And how was uh, g- 
going into it, so your wife Candace mm-hmm. is, was she was she gung ho excited about this? Was she yeah yeah uh, yeah um, supportive kind of like or was she thought think you're off your rocker? Well, like, she didn't know. Doing? I think like me, um, she didn't know. She she was not not supportive. Yeah. Like because she's been fully supportive of of me as a as a husband as a father as a friend. Um, con- constantly improving as a business owner, constantly improving who I am. Yeah. So she's very, she's been very supportive of that. Um, and so when this came up, this was like, I was like, Hey, Candace, this is what I want to do. This is what this, I think what it entails. Like, I, you know, she had, she knew as much as I did. Right. right and right. so she was like, yeah, sure. man. Nothing's, I mean, she's not gonna say no, you know what I mean? So, um, and so when it started, you definitely, and then right initial, right off the bat, I felt like I looked at her. I was like, "Hey, this this is gonna be I had, this is gonna be a little bit more than just than kind of what I expected and so forth." And she was fine. She she you know she wasn't not not supportive. So, uh, but I think you know she. Uh, I've actually had some friends of mine go into it after me, and I, I feel like I prepared them. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, "Hey, you know, I might want to." Tell prep your wife tell, on uh, for this is this. Um, I, I didn't have that, uh, so th- th- there might have been a little like shock, if you will, to the to the family dynamic system. Yeah. But I think as it as 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 the thirty days continued, or as we got into those, uh, it was it was it was it was okay. So. Yeah. Maybe we need to design like a pre-packet for for the spouse. Well, well, no, yeah, no. I just uh, no. I don't. I, I see. I like the. I, I actually, Heinz. I like the uh, the shock factor. Not the shock factor because I don't want us to make it sound like it's. But I like that because it makes you adapt. It makes you have conversations with people in your life. It makes you. It. it, it you know. It, I don't know. Right. Uh, so. Um, yeah. It. It makes you think on your feet and you know so uh. it is it is absolutely designed to stretch you um in 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 places that you're not normally stretched one of the things that we talk about is you know if you if you get on a tractor and you ride across a field every day for a year you're going to create these ruts in the field and at some point you can get on that tractor and you don't even have to steer because the ruts are so big that the tractor will steer itself. And at some point, those ruts get so big that even if you wanted to get out of them, you it would you you can't you can't you can't get out of those ruts by making a little two degree shift of the wheel because the ruts will just keep pushing you back in the hole. The only way to get out of some of these patterns and paths that we've worn in our lives for so long is to take a radical like rip the wheel to the right approach to get up out of that rut and I think some of that's what the ruck is is like yeah for people who might have been stuck in their physical fire or may have been stuck in an area of their people fire it's a chance to just kind of not subtly make some change but just go here we go I'll do it yeah and it 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 Leading up to it, I, you know, doing the ruck, people would ask me like, "Why are you doing it? You know, uh, what are you hoping to get out of it?" I got that's probably like, because it started with the forty-eight hour fast, yep, and which brought, I, I was doing a lot of during that time, I was interacting socially with doing some some things. So people, I was 
people were asking me, like, what are you doing? So I was able to, during these 48 hours, kind of figure out, you know, tell people what I was doing yeah. uh, and try to articulate that the best I could when I didn't really know what I was doing. Yeah, it's you kind had, of like, fun. a big golf tournament or something. Yeah, I played, right? I, I played a uh, – I played a golf, yeah, uh, not not recommended to do, but I personally, but uh, if you've never fasted for forty eight hours, but I, I I played golf during it, and that was kind of wore me out. Uh, but uh, um, plus, you were doing the alcohol fast, so everybody was like, plus, plus, <laughs> yeah, plus that was that was going on, so that was uh, that was unique. But um, uh, but yeah, there was a lot of conversation of like what do you hope to get out of it and and my thing was like with all the abstentions are you I was like I just want to improve right I want to I'm my hope is I take a couple things out of the 30 days I'm not saying I'm going to continue down this path the rest of my life I just wanted to take some things out of the 30 days uh, that I can continue to work on mm-hmm. and I'm not naive to think that oh, this is how I'm going to live my life the rest right and I don't think you know, after talking to some people about it now, I, I tell people it's not like you're trying to change your life because that's not possible. People aren't going to switch on a dime, but you you take some things. You're like, man, that was after the fact. Now, like that was good. I liked when that was happening in my life. Might want to continue that at some level. It doesn't have to be at that intense level, but in some in some level. And so yeah. It's like a boot camp experience. Like, yeah. like boot camp forever is not sustainable. Right. But boot camp for the purposes of knowing that I can do hard things, mm-hmm. that I can be disciplined and force myself to do what most people can't. That's that's kind of the importance of the ruck is that moment in your life. Some people need 30 days where they put down alcohol and so that they can look back later in their life and go, yep. I can. I'm I can. Good. I, I'm good. I, I'm I good. know. I'm I good. know. If I need to, I can. Yeah, that's. Yeah. But it's not necessarily designed as a sustainability lifestyle. Like there's another piece around the four fires that, that that's for. But this is the. This is a program for. Let's have a boot camp moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a buddy of mine uh, does not. I try to. I'm con- trying to convince him to do this, but he does. Which a lot of people do is like maybe like 30 days, of no alcohol in January or mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. He, and I was like, why do you do that? He goes, just so I know that I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Like, like just so I know that I can. Yeah. And it's, it, and that's it. Right. And I was like, oh, that makes, you know, cause you think, okay. I mean, you know, yeah. uh, so, um, uh, and I, and, and I was telling him about this, but, uh, but yeah, so, um, and you know, um, I would say that, you know, after the 30 days, you know, have 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 I picked up on some things that I, you know, full disclosure, I haven't sustained everything. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of uh, um, been like, you know, you, you you do it for thirty days and then you you're like, I'm gonna go on a tear now. I'm gonna eat unhealthy. Right. I'm not gonna work out. I'm gonna, you know, and so, uh, and that's just part of it. Um, you know, and, and you talk about the boot camp. I wonder, like. I got some friends, a lot of friends that have military, and I know the Ruck has military. You know, and you can probably explain feel, that feel. Yeah. But um, a good buddy of mine growing up was a Navy SEAL, and um, and that's like the most extreme version I can think of. I would love to ask him, like, can you compare that? Like, how much of that did you actually use, and how much mm-hmm. of that was just mentally training yourself? Like, 
I can do yeah. this. I can put my body through this. And I'm almost positive he would say, like, I don't, I didn't hold my, you know, I didn't do a lot of the stuff I did in Navy, Navy SEAL camp. I didn't do in the real real world, but I know I can. Yeah. And that builds confidence. Yeah. So I, I, yeah. Yeah. It's creating, it's creating a culture, uh, uh, well, it's a culture of team and it's creating a culture of, I can do, you know, and it's mm-hmm. a, it's a moment of, I can do hard things. That's the other piece is, is that you, you go through this as in a cohort, yeah. right? So the first time we designed the ruck, um, we had people go through it individually, which we then figured out was a horrible idea. Yeah. Um, that, that wouldn't have been good. Yeah, because because there's so so now as we run it, it you go through with another cohort of people who are dealing with the same. Like so, you on a week on the weekly, you get to say, "Well, that was hard," and yeah. and kind of report out. And um, all right, so so you said you, you had people who were asking you, "What do you hope to get out of it?" Mm-hmm. Um. So what did you hope to get out of it? And then now having completed it, what did you actually get out of it? So uh, when people were asking me that, it was like, why are you doing it? Why? why? Like, yeah. uh, um, my answer was always, I just hope that I would bring, as I kind of said before, I, I, I can pick up some things over the next 30 days that uh, make me a better person and and that I can sustain, right? I wasn't of the belief that I was going to pick up everything. I wasn't, you know, but just to be a better person. Um, a better answer would have been, I hope, I, you know, the, why I'm doing this is I want to do hard things. Mm-hmm. I think that would, like, hindsight, like, if I could say that answer again, like, why do I want to do this? And I might use that for something else now, but why do I want to do this? Because I want to put myself through hard, hard things in life. Mm-hmm. Um, but so that was what I hoped to get out of it. Um, there was nothing specific on the four fires. I didn't have a specific because I didn't really know what to expect. I didn't really have a specific uh, yeah. fire I wanted to improve on. Um, uh, so that was what I hoped to get out of it. And that's, that's basically what I got out. I mean, I can definitely tell you there was in all all parts, all fires, there was like, man, really liked how I was or uh, I really enjoyed writing letters mm-hmm. to friends and family. I really enjoyed um, quiet times that I never did. I really enjoyed, you know, I, I, I really enjoyed getting back in the gym um, you know, and, it, and and a lot of that stuff takes doing it by yourself, going back and doing it by yourself. I don't see how, I mean, that, that cohort of people that can hold you accountable is the biggest thing and not yeah. wanting to let your friends down uh, who are doing it with you. So, but, so yeah. So what I hope to get out of it and what I did get out of it was was kind of lined up, I felt mm-hmm. like. You felt like it was a hard thing? And I felt like it. it was a hard thing, yes. I felt like it was a lot uh lot harder than I expect. It was it was a lot harder than I expected. I did level two. Uh-huh. You know, uh, uh-huh. I did. I didn't do the level three that Alan talked about at the beginning. Um, uh, but I, I did level two, which was a good level. You and I talked about it uh, ahead of time about kind of the, the various levels, and I thought that was a good starting point mm-hmm. um, for anybody that uh, you know, um, yeah, for people who want to do this, um, and then maybe. Next time I'll jump up to that 
level. Yeah. Level three. So. Yeah, I like. I think. I think it's super important to kind of know yourself and what do you what are you trying to get out of it. Um, level two is no joke. Like, I mean, it's like when you say do hard things. Like, there's a lot of abstentions. There's a lot of activities. Um. Uh. So. So I like this idea of you know we talk about what you kind of said is I, I think I, I you are personal growth minded mm-hmm. right and one of the things we talk about in coaching is that growth and comfort rarely coexist uh, that that if if you're comfortable you're probably not growing yeah that's and true. so but in our especially as we get into our mid careers and we're pretty good at what we do and you know we get into these routines in life it's easy for us to stay comfortable but if we're staying comfortable we're not growing and so that idea of i want to do hard things is almost a synonym for i want to know that i'm growing mm-hmm. that i'm not yeah. stagnant um because if because if you've arrived at 36 and this is as good as you're going to be I mean there's a lot missing like I mean that's, yeah no like, there's a lot of that's that's there's a lot of uh there's a lot of life ahead mm-hmm. of that uh that's true that's true. and that's and you can use that in I mean you know if you're comfortable in your in your relationships mm-hmm. um business I see it in business a lot um People just don't want to grow because they're they're very comfortable, yeah. but they know that's and, and growing is going to be hard, and it's going to they're going to do tough things, and yeah. they just sit back and say, okay, uh, see that in relationships. Oh yeah. Uh, um, but uh, uh, so anyway, same yeah. in the gym. If yeah. you go in the gym and you oh, grab yeah. the the two pound dumbbell off yeah. the, you know, yeah. okay, I went to the gym. He's yeah. probably not growing a lot. No, uh, but uh, yeah. So yeah. So. Um, Let me ask you this. So, uh, why are you a different man uh, because of your four fires journey? Uh, and then, and maybe you can include the ruck and the whole thing. What? Yeah. What's different about the the husband, the father, the friend, the business, you know, the business leader uh, that? That is different because of the four fires journey. Um, yeah, it would have been otherwise. No, yeah. Um, I mean, I think the first and foremost, the biggest difference, and you and I have talked about this, and my wife and I have talked about this, um, is once you start, I started down this journey of learning more about myself, who I am, and and putting myself through difficult things and conversations and being vulnerable and everything else, you start to develop more confidence, right? Mm -hmm. Um, A confident, I think we can all see, have people in our lives that you're, you can say like, that's a confident individual. That's a Mm -hmm. confident man or, Mm -hmm. or a woman. That's a that person knows who they are imperfect as they are, but they know who they are. They know directionally where they want to go. Um, and so that has been the biggest thing through this journey is, um, and, and then also turning stones over that you've never turned over, right? Mm-hmm. Having these conversations about, 
you know, your, your purpose and what are you really doing, having conversations about, um, you know, relationships um, mm-hmm. that you just kind of leave to the side because those are tough. Um, and, and having conversations, but also really thinking about them too. That's, that's kind of, for me, it's, um, I do a lot of driving and, um, to see various people around the Southeast. And, and so in that, in that time driving, I think, I think a lot. So, uh, uh, so yeah, so that's been, that's been a good journey, um, through the four fires and talking about them. Um, let's see here. I'm trying to think of anything else. You know, the work, the work that we do, um, in, in terms of growth, ultimately, you know, it's good because we become more confident and, yeah. you know, our businesses grow. But sometimes I wonder if the real beneficiaries of our growth are not our spouses and our children and even our grandchildren. Um, I had a conversation with uh, one of our mutual friends who uh, was taking a group through a Four Fires Bible study, and um, the guy came in and he did his self-assessment. He was a 26 out of 100 when he started, mm-hmm. and they went through this year-long process of working together, and at the end of the year, uh, he scored himself as a 76 out of 100. Um, and had just made radical shifts in, you know, in his weight and his confidence. And, you know, part of the deal is, is that our children, like, we're the only model that our children have for what it looks like to be a 44-year-old or a 36-year-old. Like, our children will become who we are today. Um, or that's the best model that they right. have. And the other thing is, is that, like, so this idea of the guy who moved from a 26 to a 76, 75, like, imagine what it's like to be married to a 75 instead of a 26. Imagine what it's like to be yeah. fathered by a yeah. 75. Imagine what it's like to be grandfathered by a man who's who get got to 75 in his 30s. Yeah. And then lived out the next three decades on a four fires journey, and you get to be the grandchild of that man, as opposed to the guy who just kind of let life happen to him. And that, and that right there, like if you want to have like that answer, why are you doing this, David? Right? If I mm-hmm. was talking with a guy, like if you really wanted to, like knock someone back, mm-hmm. make someone like think really long and deep about their themselves. Why are you going through this rock? Why are you doing this? Why are you meeting with Alan? Why are you, you know, all this stuff? You know, the, the answer is, well, can you, you know, and you kind of explain like, well, you have these four, four fires and we assess ourselves. Uh, can you imagine my kids' names are Ward and Emmett. Can you imagine it, Ward and Emmett's life? being raised by a 26 versus a 76. Ooh, yeah. And so what are, so I asked to ask myself, what am I going to do to help them? And my, you know, that would make, that would knock someone, that would cause someone to yeah. step off a tee box. And are you, reassess. are you okay <laughs> yeah. with your children being raised yeah. 
by 26 out of 100. Yeah. So, because um, um, no one likes to, as a as a man, man's pride is 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 a lot, right? That everyone, and so no one likes to. People can have a tough shell, but when you start to question their father, them being a good father, and what what are they doing? You know, it'll make people say, "Man, maybe I should be doing something like that. Yeah. Maybe I should," you know. Well, and we, as men, we all have a deep desire to be respected. Uh, specifically by our spouses and by our children. Mm-hmm. But, the, but the hard part is, is in order to be respected, we first have to be respectable. Yeah. And the respectable thing to do in every scenario is always the harder thing. Like who's the guy who sleeps in until 10 in the morning or the guy who gets up at 4 a.m. and goes to the gym, which one's more respectable? The guy who, you know, uh, who stays and, and, and like, works hard at his business and is intentional in that space or the person who just will take whatever job, like which one is harder? The person who, you know, drops out of high school or, I mean, like what's yeah. the harder path and always the harder path is the more respectable path. Yeah. And to be respected, we have to do the respectable hard things. And, uh, so that's, that's part of this journey. Um, I'm glad that you. Uh, it's a good journey, man. Yeah. It's a, and it's a journey that's never complete. No, we're not done. Right. That's that's what that's what is so fantastic about it is that, you know, it's always if you're one that always looks to improve or, you know, it's it's never complete, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, at least if you have the right mindset, right? Yeah. You know, there's some people I could be like and say, I, I'm, I'm good, you know, but yeah. uh, that yeah. kind of separates certain individuals in this world so the day you um, stop growing is the day you die yep so yeah well somebody asked me one time uh they said hey alan you should do a podcast and i said i there's no way i can do a podcast i would run out of things to say and uh until until the four fires came along and then i was like oh i can talk about that for days because it is life every aspect of life is within like we're we're gonna have topics where we have you know professionals on in the physical fire yeah. come in and we're gonna have conversations with people who are on four fires journeys and so um excited about uh, excited about your journey and yeah. uh, the four fires tribe that is out there um so um david thank you for being with us today i've absolutely enjoyed it and absolutely anytime I, I i can sit around and talk about this for um a long time yeah as as mm-hmm. As yeah. you know, our conversations can go on at length, and uh, uh, so yeah. Well, um, we are uh, we are just beginning the process. So, um, as always, everyone uh, live intentionally, and uh, we'll see you on the next episode of the Four Fires Podcast. Mm-hmm.